Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's your host, Walter, from the Two Point Conversation. And real quick, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Now, you're listening to the podcast, and you're listening to me and Ant just go back and forth, and you're having a good time. But you're also saying to yourself, well... I feel like I could do this too. I want to get involved in podcasts. Where do I go? What Help me out. Well, I'm going to help you. Go on over to Anchor. Number one, it's free. And I've been podcasting for three years, a little bit over three years. And let me just tell you, Anchor is by far the best one out there. Number one, it's free. I already mentioned that. And I can't mention that enough. Free is good. Free is good. But also, they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast Virtually anywhere you are, whether you're on the road, whether you're at home, you could do it from your phone, from your computer, as long as you have the Anchor app or the web page open. So that's a plus too, because we're always on the move. If you feel like you have the inspiration wherever you may be, just open up the app and start recording. It's that simple. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, and you could be heard on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and many more. You could also monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So don't hesitate. Dive on in. Go ahead and get podcasting now. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. conversation starts now yo 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 what's good everybody welcome back to the podcast and by the way and you watching this game right now we're recording in the middle of uh thursday night football for you guys but and you watching this game I gotta stop betting on on Thursday night football Fanduel <laughs> stuff, dude. I, I gotta stop. It's it, it's not working out, man. I'm just ah, uh, yeah. No bueno. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy right now. The the Colts are leading. They just had a blocked punt return for a touchdown. They are leading twenty seven to seventeen, and this is a battle, a, a huge battle for the AFC South, right? The Colts. The the Titans coming into it. The Colts are five and three. Titans sitting at six and two. And um, this was this was a, a big game. And Tannehill hasn't really shown out. He hasn't really done anything. Just barely got over hundred yards passing right now. So by the time that we're done with this podcast, we'll find out who is uh, on top of that AFC South. But I mean, you talk about betting, man. 
yeah, you maybe you gotta gotta walk away from the uh, from the betting of Thursday night football, but maybe you gotta switch your 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 mindset to somewhere else, man. The Masters are going on. Are you big on <laughs> golf? Not at all. I I watch no golf at all. Um, pretty much the all the golf I watch is the uh the ESPN top ten plays. You know, every time you'll see you'll, you'll see a, you know a couple highlights in there. Yeah, like <laughs> That's like three golf ones. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, I'll see, I'll see guys' names pop up on you know your 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 sports shows and whatnot. But no, nah, I'm I'm not a guy to sit there and watch golf. Yeah, man, it's it's uh it's crazy because I was I was at work, I was doing the overnights um at, at the at the radio station, and I was listening to CBS Sports Radio, right? That's that's who we're playing uh, overnight, and I'm listening to it, and they keep talking about the Masters. They're like the Masters, two hours away. The Masters, an hour and a half away from the first tee. I'm like. All right, I'm getting hype right now. Like, like you talk about FanDuel, man. I went out there. Yep, you best believe I, I am, a, I am a gambler to to the T, man. You best believe I have some money on uh, on, on the Masters right now. You know what? It's it's hilarious because I'm doing it too. <laughs> I, I I went on FanDuel. I went on FanDuel earlier to do my little do my little Thursday night picks. You know, I pick five players. And I'm doing that, and as I'm about to do it, you know, I get the little update saying you have a free entry. Do you want to? You want to do it? So I'm like, all right, let's see what it is. So I, I click it, and I'm thinking it's something related to football, but nope, it's it's the Masters. Pick five golfers. Let's do it. So so I submitted it. And I'm like, hey, if we win something, I'm all for it. Come on. Yeah, dude. Anything you can you can bet money on. You're like, oh, okay. I, I bet I can. Uh, I could finish this this whole bucket of popcorn right now for five bucks. I, I got you. Yeah, dude. That, that's just. <laughs> That's how uh, that's, that's how, how it build. goes. That's just how it goes. I mean, uh, we may be we may be hurting in our in our bank accounts in our pockets, but hey, it's fun <laughs> while it lasts, right? So I have more reason to watch the the Masters this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I got I got I got five guys that I picked, and I, I like I said, I watch no golf, so I know little of nothing to it. So I got five random guys. I went with Dustin Johnson, who. I only picked because he was at the top of the list. He wasn't the number one, but he was <laughs> he, underneath. He has it. to so be like, good. Let me right? go with that guy. He has to be good. <laughs> if he's number one, he has to be good. Yeah, exactly. So I, I went with that guy. I'm like, let me go with that guy. So then, I, and then I took Jason Day because I remember his name on ESPN. So I go. I went with Jason Day. Uh, I remember seeing Hideki Matsuyama, if that's how you pronounce it, um, and Jordan Spieth. And then uh, I went with Sebastian Munoz because my brother's name is Sebastian. So I'm like, come on, it might be some good luck. Right? There you go. That's some good luck right there. <laughs> Munoz, bro. So, you got you got to rub the Latin my, people. But, <laughs> those are those are my those are my uh, my five golfers, and I know nothing about them, and I hope they get me some 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 good earnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I went uh, I went Mister um, uh, Hole in One this earlier this week. John Ram. That's who I went with. I also went with Justin Dustin Johnson because he's a name that you know, right? I got some I got some action on a uh, CT Pan, bro. I, I like I like that name a lot. So uh, yeah, I, I got some I got some good guys in there. I got Xander uh, Shoffley or, or however the hell you say his name. I, I don't know how to say half of these guys' names. There's this one guy. I'm looking at his name right now. It's Jazz. Jane Watson, not, not, I, whew, I don't, I don't ooh, even know how to ooh, say that, that man. <laughs> Jazz Jane Watson, and that, that's, that's how I pronounce it. It is, it is a hell of a last name. If you thought that my last name was bad, uh, that one is, is, that's a mouthful. <laughs> it, Matsuyama is much easier to say than, than that one. But, 
But yeah, man, it's it's a it's a good day. It's a good day to talk sports, definitely with this Thursday night football game. Um, and then we got a lot to talk about on this podcast. We'll f- we'll finish up talking about the Colts a little bit here. Uh, we'll talk about Joe Burrow. He was uh, on record for talking about his biggest fear. Want to see how you feel about that? Uh, because I was definitely shocked at the answer. Uh, we got a lot about the Steelers. They uh, they're one of many teams being hit with COVID right now. Big Ben being the the main name on that list. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We got Chargers and Dolphins, the battle of the rookies. We'll preview that a little bit, what you're looking forward to in there in that matchup. Got that Sunday night matchup game with the uh, the Ravens and the Patriots. Lamar Jackson talking about defenses knowing their, uh, their play call. So how you feel about that? I know you brought up um, off podcast earlier this week, Colin Cowherd's, uh, power rankings. We got to talk about that, man. They, oh, you, yeah. you can't just put those out there and not talk about it. So we'll talk <laughs> about that also. Uh, more ridiculous rankings. We'll talk about Pro Football Focus. Where do they get? Where do they get these numbers from? I have no clue. And then we'll go ahead and give our uh, since everyone's doing it on NFL.com. That we'll go ahead and do it as well, giving our Super Bowl picks. And we got an announcement of the Super Bowl halftime show, too. So we'll talk about that when we get into the Super Bowl time. And then, of course, we always wrap it up with our picks. So we got a lot to talk about in this podcast, man. But first of all, we're recording on Thursday. A lot of these people listening to the podcast. By the way, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Appreciate your listenership, your loyalty to the two-point conversation with me and my boy, Ant. But uh, by the way, if they're listening to this podcast... Friday the 13th in 2020 has to sound like the scariest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> like, bro, I'm not, I have to work, but outside of that, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying inside. I'm locking myself in my room. Friday the 13th in 2020, nah, I don't, I don't want none of that, bro. Oh my gosh. As, as wild as this year has been. Yeah, who who knows how tomorrow goes? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not placing no bets tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm kind of screwed already because I I already put in my bets uh, for the weekend for uh, for the Masters. So we'll have to see how that goes. But Friday the 13th, oh, man, gosh. it's uh, it's yeah, it, it, and and I'm not I'm not really you know what is it? Uh, Michael Scott, he always goes out there and says I'm not superstitious, but. I'm I am a little stitious. Yeah, I'm I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little <laughs> stitious. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Friday the thirteenth. You know, it, and it's not spooky season anymore. So I guess if it was in October, uh, it, it'd have a little bit of a scarier vibe. But just the just the fact that it's in 2020 again, we don't get a Friday the thirteenth every year, and, and you know we don't get it all the time. So got another one in uh, in 2020 here in November. Which we're actually getting close to to Thanksgiving, man. I'm I'm getting excited uh, excited oh, yeah. for that. Yeah, I'm I already oh, yeah. put on my my twenty pounds, my twenty thirty pounds for COVID. I'm I'm ready to put on another twenty, man, for for Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's bulk season. What, what, what is it? Is 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 bulk season? Oh yeah, dude, we're you bulky. We got to stock up for the winter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we got to go into hibernation after Thanksgiving for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, Friday the thirteenth, kind of still staying with that spooky. Um, factor to it because Joe Burrow was asked what his biggest fear was uh, in an interview, and did did you catch any of this? By the way, no, I, I I completely missed out on this one. So Joe Burrow, he's talking about his biggest fear, and you know I'm I'm thinking he's gonna say 
something, something like, you know, spiders, because a lot of people are scared of spiders or snakes, uh, sharks, the ocean, you know, those are more heights, you know, throwing that out there, because that's one mm-hmm. of mine, right? Biggest fear. I'm scared, I'm scared of heights, bro. I can't, I can't deal with heights. I can do uh, roller coasters, but no, no question. Actually, but now that I'm older, probably, probably not. I'm the opposite. I can, I can do heights. I hate roller coasters. I hate going upside really? down. I'm not, I'm not. I don't like the upside down feeling, and I don't like the legs dangling feeling. I, I, nah. <laughs> you know, your old-fashioned roller coasters where you, you know, get buckled up and you, your hands and feet are secure, <laughs> yeah. and you're just going down a, down a bunch of slopes and all that, I'm cool, cool with that. But anytime it involves going upside down or legs dangling, or or dropping from a hundred feet, I'm I'm cool. You're, you're good with the with the kitty coaster, right? Uh, from I, I'm Marine World fine with the kitty coaster. I'll, I'll be on the water rides. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, man, I, I'm 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 big on roller coasters. I mean, um, I, I you know when I go to Disneyland, I like the it used to be California Screaming. Now it's a Incredit Coaster. I like that one. It's pretty fun. Uh, but I didn't used to like that ride actually when I was younger. So I guess when I've gotten older, I've just gotten more crazy. I don't know. I don't I don't know how to explain that. Um, but those are those are fears that are more common, right? Like when someone asks you your fear, you're like, oh, fear of heights, fear of roller coasters, uh, fear of sharks, spiders, uh, snakes. Those are more common fears, right? So Joe Burrow, he goes out there and drops, I was scared of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. And <laughs> I was just like... I was I was oh like uh, I was like what like I had I had to listen to it again I was <laughs> let, let me say that again no. he was scared of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings <laughs> 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 bro what what's going on there no no look 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 this is gonna sound hilarious but I'm gonna back him up <laughs> I'm gonna back him up I, like I said I have no idea what it, I I didn't tune into this at all so I don't even this is news to me. I'm going to back him up, dude. True story, real quick, true story. When Harry Potter first came out, the, the very first film, the very first, you know, uh, well, I don't even remember this. Was it Sorcerer's Stone, I believe? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay, so the first, the very first one that came out, uh, one, one of my close friends, um, their older brother worked at the movie theaters, and they were able to get us into the midnight premiere, you know, the full very first showing, so... You know, I was like, oh, I, I don't even know nothing about this. I haven't even read the books yet, but I see everyone reads the books, talks about it. All right, let's let's go. Let's go see it. I kid you not. I was sitting there like in the fetal position like, dude, this is not cool, bro. This is not for kids. This is not cool. And mind you, I was like, I don't, I don't even remember how old I was. I might have been like in like sixth grade or so. So, you know, early, early middle school, I would I would think. Um, yeah, it was there was there were, there were scenes were in there where I was just like, this is not cool, bro. This is not cool. These kids are going to be terrified. How is this just a common PG, whatever it is, movie? And the very next day it comes out. It's all over, you know, the news. People are talking about it and they're interviewing all these kids and the kids are like, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I'm like, what? I wasn't scared to nobody. Like I was frightened. <laughs> like that was scarier than Chucky. Like what, what are you guys talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, come on, dude. When he, did you not see him eating that, that horse? And then, <laughs> and did you not see his face just turn around like that? Like, no, I'm not, that's, that's I'm not cool with that, bro. <laughs> right. Right. Was that the one when, uh, it was, it was like a dementor or so, or whatever the hell it was. I don't know what it was, but it was eating a unicorn, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's what yeah that scene just creeped me. Yeah. I was just like, nah, dude, this is not cool, bro. I'm just sitting there just eating the popcorn as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just constantly just shoving your face so that you're distracted. 
<laughs> right? And it, 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 to, 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 to prevent myself from jumping, I got the, I got the soda in my hand, get ready to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, I can't relate because honestly, I, I never watched the hair. I watched the first Harry Potter, but after that, I never really got into it until I got older and I saw, um, what was it? It was, it was Deathly Hollows, right? That that was uh, it came mm-hmm. out, and I and I watched it, and I want to say it was on TV or something because the la- the last movie was coming out. I was late. To, I was late joining the the Harry Potter party, but uh, the Harry Potter party. Say say that five times in a row. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So so when I was watching that one, Deathly Hollows Part One, I was watching it, and I was like, damn, this is actually pretty good. So then I went ahead and went on a binge watch. Me and my sister. We watched all these Harry Potter movies um, right right before the last movie came out. So I was all caught up, and it, it was fantastic, man. But, again, I didn't watch it as a kid. I watched the first one, and, yeah, I, re- I remember bits and pieces, but I don't think I was that into it. You know what I mean? Um, so for him to say Harry Potter and, and also – you know, my, my girlfriend, I mean, she, she is a Harry Potter head, man. Like she loves Harry, but she will watch that. She'll put that, put that thing on any time of year, any time of day. And she'll watch it. Like, yeah, it's, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's midnight. Minus. You want to watch Harry Potter? <laughs> like, like, like midnight. You right. want to watch Harry Potter? That's three hours. Movie. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll come, I'll come into the room at like, at like midnight, 1am and she'll have it on like playing with the lights off movie, just going and she's completely knocked out already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, man. I'm just like, how do you go to sleep to this? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. And you're, you're sitting there, it's eating a, uh, eating a damn unicorn. And you're like, Oh shit. I'm so scared. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, scared. you know what? Uh, ESPN, ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Everything's okay. It's not real. It's not, it's not real. <laughs> oh man. But, but yeah. So, so my, my girlfriend, she would be very upset in here. Hearing Joe Burrow talk about Harry Potter, but he went on and said that he was scared of Lord Voldemort, man. And I could I could kind yeah, of back yeah. that a little bit too, because he was creepy as hell. Like yeah, his first I, I reveal him up on that one. Yeah, his first reveal <laughs> was just, yeah, okay, I, I can understand that. But I'm just like, come on, bro. He was he was going on though, because I felt like when when Joe and and he's younger, right? How old is Joe Burrow? Like 22? Uh I want to say like 23 or 24. He's, he's on the a little bit older than on the your average. College quarterback. So, so he's he's younger NFL quarterback now. By the way, NFL quarterback, not college college quarterback. But but uh, <laughs> but so he went on and, and was talking about Harry Potter, about Lord of the Rings, which Lord of the Rings I understand uh, because they they had those like creepy creatures. I don't even know what the hell they were called, but they they just looked like they they were looked like demons from what I can describe them as. But uh, but he was talking about like yeah, I watched Harry Potter. I was scared of it, all that kind of stuff. I was more of a SpongeBob guy. I'm like. Joe Burrow's my dude. Like, that's my dude. I'm I'm a SpongeBob guy, too. You know what I mean? Um, So when I watch Joe Burrow talk now, I'm just like, yeah, he's kind of like us. Like, he's in that age range where, you know, pop culture-wise, he's kind of around all that that same stuff that we were exposed to uh, as kids. But, yeah, the the Harry Potter being scared, bro, or being scary – I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You. I know you're. You're scared of it. I think. I think you might be a little scared of it. Just. Just thinking about it right now. You're not. You're not talking too much. <laughs> you're not talking now, too now, much. now, now. I'll. I'll watch it, and because you know it, it actually is pretty interesting. I'm not a huge fan of nothing like that. I don't. I'm not really into it like that. But when I do watch it, I'm just like I do find myself interested into it. But it's just way too much suspense for me. I'm just. I'm not a suspense person. I'm more of a comedic person. I gotta. I gotta be watching something hilarious every single time. I'm sorry. If it's. If it's not sports entertainment, it's gotta be something funny. 
Yeah, man. That's just how I am. Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) that's how it is, bro. That's how it is. But yeah, Joe Burrow. He goes on and talks about that. So I thought that that was a that was that was a a fun topic to talk about, Uh, especially you know with Friday the Thirteenth, the spooky spooky day of the year. Uh, Hopefully, you know everything's all all good there. But Joe Burrow, he's getting ready because what he should be scared about is his opponent that he's playing this week. He's playing the Steelers this week, man. That's uh that that's gonna be a scary matchup, but. But the Steelers are hit with a lot of COVID cases right now. I believe it's what, – what's the count up to? Like five or six players uh, right now with Big Ben being the highlighted player of that set group. Started with Vance McDonald, the tight end. So, I mean, what, what are we really expecting? Are, are, you, are you sitting down on Sunday expecting to see Big Ben play? Um, I, would, I would assume he's going to sit – um, I don't. I don't think he'll make it back in the, you know, for game time. Um, unless he's one of those lucky guys who just continue to test negative. You know, that's good for them. But if he misses the game, then I don't know. That's. I would say there'd be a lot of uh, change of bets. You know what I mean? I think. I think the over under on whatever the game is, the score of the game is. I think. I think that's gonna change dramatically depending on who the quarterback is. Um, that's not. That's not to say that the Steelers aren't capable of win, winning a game without Big Ben, but. You just look back at last year; they were an eight and eighteen. So, I would say Joe Burrow has a has a chance if if you play without without Big Ben. Yeah, and I would say so too. Like you take out uh, Big Ben from that equation, uh, it, it changes the the mindset um, dramatically. You know, and I honestly is that game has it been canceled or anything? Because I'm looking at the lines here, and I don't even see the Steelers. Uh, listed listed on on this game or on on this week right now. Uh, not that I know of. I, I mean, I would I would hope not. Um, no, it's there. I think I think you're just not looking hard enough. <laughs> no, I'm looking at my bookie right now, bro. I'm trying to look oh, at the lines bookie. and they're not on okay. there. So maybe it, it might it, it might be up in the air right now. But but as of right now, ESPN has it as uh as Pittsburgh as seven point favorites as of right now. Okay, maybe they took it off the board because they're not sure about COVID and they don't want people to right. put money down on it or. Right, or right. something yeah, along exactly. those lines. People who are gonna who are gonna bet on Big Ben not playing and put money on the Bengals. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, so I, I I don't know what's gonna happen there. I mean, Big Ben, if he's not in there, you have to, especially with how Joe Burrow has been putting up the numbers. Uh, this is the first go round, or is this the second go round for Burrow and the Steelers? Is it the second go round? Uh, yeah. This this would be the second round. They, how, did, uh, how did he do in that first matchup? Do you remember? I don't remember um, right now. I'm drawing a blank. No, wait. I'm thinking about the Browns. They didn't play each other yet. This is this is the this first, is the first go round. Yeah, I got them. I got the mix up with the Browns. Yeah, they, yeah, they have not uh, played yet. Yeah, they played the Browns twice already. They already finished up. Uh, they already finished up there with the with the Browns. But okay, so it's the first matchup, the first go round for for Burrow against this stout Steelers defense. And you know the the defense, I feel, can keep them still in the game. But if you don't have Big Ben, if you don't have him there on offense. The eight and zero Steelers could very well go uh, eight and one. They they could end up losing this matchup against the Bengals. I mean, I don't I don't think it's that far of a stretch to say, especially with the amount of COVID cases that the Steelers have right now. So we'll have to keep monitoring that. Um, but Joe Burrow, one of the many rookies in or rookie quarterbacks that is that is having a really big uh, year, a breakout season, right? So he's he's living up to the hype. 
some other guys living up to the hype or making their own hype of their own is uh, Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa, 2-0 as a starter. Justin Herbert is just tearing it up. I think he's leading all rookies. Uh, that's including Joe Joe Burrow in in passing yards mm-hmm. now. So yeah. so Justin Herbert, I mean, he's he's more into and he has more touchdowns too. I think he's like at seventeen touchdowns or something like that. Last time I checked, yeah, he's balling this year. Yeah, man. So I mean, you talk about Joe Burrow, we were high on him, but Justin Herbert could be leading the the way as far as the rookie of the year. Um, ballots you know what i'm saying so you got the chargers and dolphins going at it this weekend justin herbert and Tua Tagovailoa. how do you see that game going down and if you had to pick one guy to start your and i think i already know your answer um if you had to pick one guy to start your franchise with who would you go with herbert or tua oh those that's those are both extremely tough for me honestly <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, um, I'd rather take a Derek Carr, a flying flying car, twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, okay, as as of right now, Miami's a one and a half point favorite, which you would you would you would assume because based on records, right? Miami's five and three, Chargers are two and six. Miami has a really good defense. Tua, they're not asking him to do it all. Justin Herbert's over there balling out, doing it all. Um, it's just, it's just obviously just not enough. You know, he's still, still young, still needs uh, better help around him. Miami seems to have the right pieces going on, going on for them. Um, they got the defense, you know, balling out for them. Special teams doing their thing. So, uh, Tua has has all the positives right now. But I would say personally, based on what I've seen, just it's only been two games to Tua. It's hard to judge based off just two games. But based off what Herbert has been doing, I would say Herbert looks like he might be the real deal. Um, I didn't think so coming out of college. I, I thought he would just be like a average type quarterback, but so far right now he looks to be really he's out there balling. Like he looks compared to Joe Burrow, they're pretty much identical. So I got to give him his respect. But I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins on that one. I think the Chargers just I don't I, I don't know they 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 find a new way to lose. So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins on that one. But um, personally for playoff. Position rankings, I'm going to be rooting for the Chargers. <laughs> I would rather have the Chargers win just so the, the Dolphins can get that extra loss on their, their record already. But um, if I were to put money on it, I'd say I'd probably go with the Dolphins. Dolphins would be the safe bet, right? Because, I mean, you look at the Chargers and they have really, um, I mean, they, like you, you you said it. You took it out of, out of my out of my mouth is that they find new ways to lose. You know, um, who was it? Uh, a, the Falcons. Falcons found a new way to lose a couple of weeks ago when uh, when Todd Gurley ran into for the touchdown, right? <laughs> but so it's not as bad as the Falcons. But the Chargers, they've lost. They're 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 two and six, right? Is that, is that their record going into it? Yeah, two. They're two and six right now. Yeah. Of their six losses, man, they they've lost by a combined of twenty four points. That's rough. Like that's 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 really. That's really rough. You know what I mean? So they're they're right there. I feel like Herbert gives them a fighting chance. Um, but you know, the, the the defense I don't think will be able to 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 do anything against Tua. Um Tua looked really good last week. Again, it is a small sample size, but a really good matchup, definitely, of those two quarterbacks, um, especially the rookie clash. You're, you're gonna get a a uh, a future look at the future of the NFL with, with those two quarterbacks with Herbert and Tua 
uh, potentially both future stars in their own right. So we'll have to see that. I'm, I'm going to sit down and watch that game for sure. Um, talking about defenses, though, man, how frustrating would it be if not even just on defense, just like if I know what you're going to do, like if we're playing basketball or if we're playing cards and I know what hand you have, how frustrated would you be? That's extremely frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that's what's going down with Lamar Jackson and defenses, right? He goes on the, the Eisen show, and he goes out and says, and I, and I quote this, he goes out and says, defenses are calling out offensive plays at the line of scrimmage. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, do you audible? And then they're like, oh, they're audible. Like, they know, they know the audibles, too. It's like, what, what do you do in that situation? Um, have, the, have the Ravens really gotten to the point to where they're predictable? Because you look at the numbers of Lamar Jackson, he's not having that great of a year. Like, in, in the league that I have, uh, in, in your league, right, and we have uh, four of us. And, you know, we have stacked rosters. I was lucky enough to go ahead and pick up Aaron Rodgers because since that bye week, I believe it was the bye week uh, with Lamar Jackson, I haven't started him again. I just left Aaron Rodgers in. So, you know, he hasn't been producing as well this year compared to last year. Is there a lot of predictability in that? Or what, what do you read into him saying that the defenses uh, know, the, know the play at the line of scrimmage? Um. You you can't you can't really use it as an excuse. Um, there there's plenty of quarterbacks that you know they often get called out. The, the, either the defense knows what the play is, or they they know that it's going to be a, you know a, a run or a pass. Um, that's why you you have to adjust. You look at all the quarterbacks. You see quarterbacks adjusting when they see that the defense is playing, giving them a certain look. You'll see the quarterback adjust the play, or you know switch from a run play to a pass play, or vice versa, whatever the case may be. Those are things he's gonna have to start picking up because that's that's what that's what it takes to be a winning quarterback. Um, secondly, I would say a lot of it is due to play calling. You're showing extreme you're you're showing extreme limitations to your throwing ability, so therefore your offensive coordinator is now having a game plan around you rather than give you a game plan for you to you know to play in. So that that that's two different things right there. You know, you look at guys like Herbert, you look at guys like Roethlisberger, they're just given an open playbook. This is the play, run it, do your thing. With Lamar Jackson, it's more so we got to get the running game going, we got to get the play action going. That's how you're going to succeed off the short, quick passes. So he's going to have to evolve as a passer and and really take it to that next level. Um, so I would say a lot of it is, is mainly on Lamar Jackson's fault. Um Again, they try to get the running game going. That's their strength. So if you look on first down, you see the defenses are often stacking the box because they know more than likely it's going to be a run play. And even if not, they're like, we're going to dare you to beat us with your arm. You haven't been doing it as much this season, so we're going to continue to challenge you to do it. So I would say defenses are just game planning around him perfectly, and that's that's evolution in the NFL. I always say it. I never trust a quarterback's first year. Because the first year a defense has little information on you or, or little schemes that, you know, they they don't get to see a lot of defensive schemes that work against you just yet in the first year. So the second year is when you really can see where quarterbacks kind of, are they taking that next step or have they or have they regressed because the defense have figured them out? And that's that's been the case for a lot of quarterbacks. And realistically, this is Lamar Jackson's second full season, but it's his third season. But 
you see defenses obviously know how to play him and they watched how teams have success against him and they kind of just it's it's a copycat league so I would say he just needs to step his, his game up you know he doesn't need better weapons around him but he has to step his game up and that's that's it's plain and simple like that yeah it's going to be interesting to see what the Ravens do against Bill Belichick this weekend they're taking on the Patriots on mm. Sunday Night Football and that's that's a hard draw I mean he goes out there and says this comment and you know people will start freaking out <laughs> you know what I mean like I wonder right. if, if the uh if the betting lines go more in favor to the Patriots after saying that because if you're going into the huddle and defenses already know what play you you're you have coming to the line of scrimmage you don't think that Bill Belichick like a Bill Belichick led team is going to know, you know what I mean? So when right. you have the Patriots going, going against them and then they have the, uh, the Titans next week, Titans, by the way, they're, they're losing this game, man. It's, it's over. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's, it's two <laughs> minutes. It's two minutes left in the game, 34 to 17 Colts. And, uh, you know, Phillip Rivers dropped 308 passing yards on this team. So when you look at, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, they have the Patriots this week, but next week, you look at what um, what what Lamar Jackson could possibly do against the Titans, and then I mean, you look at what quarterbacks have done against the. I mean, you look at Jimmy Garoppolo a couple of weeks ago, what he did against the Patriots. You mean to tell me that Lamar Jackson can't isn't more than capable of putting out a game like Jimmy Garoppolo against that Patriots defense that is so banged up, that team that is just you know it's it's uh it, it's it's very rough to watch. I mean, it was a good game on Monday night. Don't get me wrong, but. Again, it was. Just, I, I don't think it was a good game because they were good teams. It was just they were both equally as bad, and it turned out to be a good game. That's what it turned out to right. be yeah. uh, with the Patriots beating the Jets. So that's going to be a really interesting game to watch uh, with Lamar Jackson. And yeah, if if the if the if the Ravens end up being predictable and the defense knows what's coming, it could be a really long night for Lamar Jackson. Uh, in Foxborough because they're taking on the Patriots over there in Foxborough. And by the way, just to throw that out there, we'll get to this when we get to our picks. The Ravens are our road favorites. I don't think I could ever remember the Patriots being a home dog in the Belichick era. So right. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be interesting, man. So more interesting things, and th- this is the this is the next portion of the of the podcast. Or I'm gonna call it the the WTF portion because because <laughs> dude, Colin Cowherd his his power rankings. Holy Jesus! What is that? What the f- is that? <laughs> yeah, what what is that, bro? <laughs> Go ahead and lay it on me. Tell tell me what's going down with with Colin Cowherd. So Colin Cowherd came out with his top ten and. Normally on top 10 lists, I usually start with number 10 and I work my way down to number one. But with this one, I find it more intriguing, I guess you can say, the further you get into the list. So I'm going to go ahead and just start with number one. Uh, Number one, I would say, is up for debate. He's got the Chiefs at number one. The Chiefs are 8-1 with a loss to the Raiders. Um, Number two is the Steelers, 8-0. Three is, is Lamar Jackson and the Ravens at six and two. Four is the Packers, six and two. Five is the Saints at six and two. Those top five, I guess you could say I you can agree with it, but you know, there's a lot of controversy, a little bit of controversy there. Then it starts to get interesting when you look at the back end. You got the Bills at seven and two, ranked number six. 
with the Seahawks at seven, also six and two. Then you have the Bucks at six and three at eight. And then nine, you have the Miami Dolphins at five. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Dude. And then number 10, number 10, you've got the Raiders in there at five and three. Ooh, I, I, I can live with that all day. I'll take that. <laughs> Would I have put him at 10? Probably not. I have to really sit there and think about it. But, hey, top 10, first time in I hoot since, what, like 16? I'll take it. <laughs> Dude, uh, come on. <laughs> come on. But, really? well, but so, I will so what say are the teams Colin, that were left Colin, out? I will say this. Colin Coward has has been bashing the Raiders for pretty much forever. And he's he's been, you know, he has his up and downs with, with Carr. You know, he's usually bashing Carr, talking down on him. But then when Carr proves him wrong, then he'll, you know, give him his credit. But other than that, he's usually bashing him. So for him to say he's got us at 10, I was I would say I was completely shocked only because it was him. Had it came from somebody else, like like a Max Kellerman or or you know some other uh, analyst, it it probably wouldn't be too shocking. But because it was Colin Coward, I was like, wow, really? But on ESPN, you see Stephen A. Smith. He was even giving credit to the Raiders, and he had them saying he had them being a a deep uh, a sleeper team in in the playoffs. So. The Raiders are a real team. Are they top ten? I don't know. I honestly can't say just yet. But damn it, they're they're a damn good team. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so so go ahead and and run through that list again. G- give it to me one more time because I want to know. I want to <laughs> I want to look through it and find out what teams that he leave out. Unless you have that ready available, you have the teams that he left out of the top ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would say uh, I don't I don't know if I would completely agree with them being top 10, but the teams that you can mention, or I guess after this game, I should say, after this game, you got to right. put the Colts in the top 10. Right. <laughs> um, I'm sure they were a team that was just, just barely left out, but um, I didn't see the Titans on that list, and I, th- I thought the Titans were a top 10. Now I'm kind of confused after this game. Um, I had them being a top 10 team. I guess now the Colts are top 10 and the Titans are on uh, that on the like the 11th, 12th team. Um, and then I would say probably the Rams, I would say the Rams would probably be another uh, top 10 team for me. Uh, based on records, you have the Cardinals, the Raiders, Rams, Dolphins, Browns, Colts, Bears, all tied at five and three. Well, with the Bears being five and four, but everyone else has five wins. So I guess you could say it's the top a toss up with your top 10, but that, that was still pretty shocking. Yeah, that's that's. Where did he have the Packers? He had the Packers at uh, number four. Number four, and then Seahawks all the way at seven. At seven, yeah, that wow. was pretty shocking. But I'm I'm assuming it's got to be because of the defense. Um, Understand. But my thing yeah. is with 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 the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens are extremely high. I don't think they're a top three team. I, maybe five, but personally, I would say yeah. You would have to put. Uh, you would have to put the Packers and the Saints ahead of the Ravens, I would think. I mean, I'm, I might even, just with Russell Wilson, I might put the, the Seahawks ahead of the Ravens. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based, yeah, I, I would probably, I probably would too. So, yeah, Russell Wilson at seven, come on, you're, you're disrespecting him again. <laughs> I know he just got, I know he just lost to the Bills, but it's come the on, Bills, at the end though. of the day, it's Russell Wilson. Like the, but the Bills are actually a good team. 
You know what I mean? Like they are a good team. You they shouldn't are take team. that away. And it wasn't Russell. Well, okay. Well, I was gonna say it wasn't Russell Wilson that lost the game, but he had like four turnovers. But you know the <laughs> the defense. I mean, even with those four turnovers, they only lost by what 10, 10 points. So yeah, anytime you anytime you let a team drop forty on you, yeah, that's it's impossible. Nine times out of ten, you lost. It's impossible to win. It's impossible to win that that type of that type of game. You should know, right, Derek Carr? You should you should know. You should <laughs> yeah, give definitely. some some if you don't have sympathy. a defense, you will have no success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Colin Cowherd, uh, his power rankings are always interesting, and the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins they they've done good, right? They they've done they've done decent. But I don't know if I'm ready to put them in the top ten. I mean, two has played two games. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah, I, and exactly. I know it's not all surrounded about the around the quarterback because that seems like what we keep we keep bringing it back to is who's that quarterback. But honestly, that is the identity of the team. Uh, outside of you know the 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 Ravens, I mean, yeah, they have Lamar Jackson, but they have a really good defense, right? Outside of those mm-hmm. teams that have really stout defenses. The identity of the team is the quarterback. That's how you can gauge because you can, you're not going to win a game if you can't score. That's that's just unless, you know, you block punts like the like the Colts did tonight. <laughs> that's the only way that you win, special teams and defense. But uh but yeah, man, it, it Colin Cowherd, I, I think he's tripping. <laughs> I think I think he's tripping because um, he he didn't even have the Cardinals in there, right? He didn't have the Cardinals in the in the top ten either. No, yeah, he didn't have not, he didn't have the Cardinals in there either. Nope. Yeah, so that that's that's a bit rough for me. I mean, looking at the and and I could be a little partial. I could be a little biased when I'm looking at the teams in the NFC West, but I feel like the NFC West is like the most stacked division in all of football, and you have potentially three teams. Um, for sure, one that is in the top ten, but you have those other guys that are like knocking on the door. Like I would throw, I would probably throw the Cardinals in at, at number at number ten over over the Raiders, and maybe even number nine over the over the Dolphins. You know what I mean? But the Raiders do have the notable win against the uh, against the Chiefs. So um, mm-hmm. I guess that's where you can kind of look at it. And the Saints. Well, the relax, Saints. relax. That was the Saints without Two top ten teams. That was the, that was the Saints without. <laughs> Uh, half of their damn I, offensive I weapons. Want, I don't want to hear it. They got to where they are right now without him. They barely got him back. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, so and Colin... we beat your boy Teddy B. Yeah, we beat your boy Teddy B. <laughs> hey, Teddy Bridgewater is the real deal, man. He, he's uh, he's pretty he's pretty, he's pretty good. He's going against Tom Brady this weekend. That's that's going to be a good game. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. But, uh, but so we talk about Colin Cowherd, talk about his rankings. Now let's get into the... Pro football focus rankings, man. And we're talking quarterbacks here. I just mentioned Tom Brady, and this is the segue into the into the uh, WTF segment once again. Holy Jesus. Dude, Tom Brady was listed higher, number three, higher than Patrick Mahomes in the pro football focus rankings. Patrick Mahomes is listed number four. Do you agree with that statement? Not at all. That's that's ridiculous. Come on, man. Right. I mean, and 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 just give me one reason why you would think Tom Brady is better than Mahomes, and I'll agree with you. Just give me one reason. Um, Mahomes got him in in yards. He got him in touchdowns. He got him in the, in the turnover ratio. Um, he's got him on the on the record. Completion percentage, <laughs> completion percentage, yards like, per attempt. Like I'm looking at all these, all these, uh, the the QBR. Like he has them in every single category, 
How do you have yeah. Tom Brady higher than Patrick Mahomes? Is it because Patrick Mahomes I is on a bye no week? Idea. Like what what the hell? <laughs> I don't even still eight and one compared to what what six what did I say six and three or five and six and three? Like come yeah, on. There's there it's it that it's it's because it's Tom Brady. That's the only way. There's no way in hell you can say uh Tom Brady is is better, having a better season than Patrick Mahomes. Um even if we how how we talk about Mahomes has these great weapons, Tom Brady arguably has better weapons with Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronkowski, and now Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, and uh Ronald Jones. Like they're stacked rosters and the Bucks have the more better defense, I would say, over the Chiefs. So I, I, I don't I don't I don't know what what logic, what stat, what reasoning they had behind this, but no, I, I totally don't agree with that one. Yeah, I don't understand the the ranking system for pro football focus. <laughs> like I don't know I don't know how they get to a number. You know, like what what do they what do they put into that stat? Like what do they put into that overall rating? Um, it's kind of it's kind of like the the Madden ratings. Like you don't you don't know how how they get those ratings into the game. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing with Pro Football Focus. But um, yeah, Tom Brady listed as as number as number three, and Patrick Mahomes number four. Like I was trying to find the list earlier. Who the hell do they have as number one and number two? I would assume that it would be um, Russell Wilson up there, and probably Aaron Rodgers. That would be my guess. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah, I just man, I I really don't understand. Tom Brady, yes, he's having a decent season, but to put him above Patrick Mahomes, that's just that's just ridiculous. You know, like it makes no no type of sense. Patrick Mahomes has what is it, twenty five touchdown passes to one interception? Like, come 20, on, twenty six, I think. No, he says twenty five. I just looked it up. Twenty twenty five. Twenty five touchdown passes, one interception. And twenty six hundred passing yards, and, and and like we were saying, Patrick Mahomes is leading Tom Brady in every single category. Oh, I'm sorry, he's not leading in attempts. Sorry, Tom Brady has twenty <laughs> twenty or so more attempts than uh than uh than Patrick Mahomes. But even with twenty more attempts, he only has six more completions. So it's like, bro, what are we looking at here? What are what are we discussing? You know, I I really I really. I really don't get it. I really don't get it. But um, that is a potential. I mean, maybe they're trying to set it up for a potential Super Bowl matchup, right? Maybe maybe we'll get a Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl because when it comes to the Super Bowl, now now we're kind of at that midway point where a lot of people, uh, especially on NFL.com, they put out a a Super Bowl pick at the midway point. Who do you have going into the Super Bowl? And a lot of the selections were. Um, actually, no, no, straight up, just Bucks winning the Super Bowl. But a lot of them have the Bucks going to the Super Bowl, and it was a lot of the Chiefs and the Bucks. So that could potentially mm-hmm. be a Super Bowl matchup here. But before we get into more Super Bowl talk, man, let's talk about that halftime show, bro. Do you, you, you hear about the uh, the the announcement of who is who's who's <laughs> in the in the uh, the halftime show? Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> you hear that song, bro? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's the that's the vibe Lighted right there. The <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That that's my that's my guy. The weekend gets the Super Bowl halftime show. He's the headliner. I want to know who else he's he's uh he's gonna throw out there. You know how they always bring in someone else. Yeah, he he performed. I forgot. I forgot. I don't know if it was like the Grammys or what. I forgot what performance it was, but 
he had he had the rooftop performance and with yes. the helicopter in the background yes. and yeah that was fire yeah that was Dude, that was fire right there the so. weekend puts out fire tracks and just his showmanship is second to none man like i i really want to go whenever COVID is over i really want to go to like a weekend concert bro like um the the weekend the weekend concert on the weekend that's, that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to do that's my that's my uh my dad joke for the day but, but the, the weekend gets the halftime show and let's go ahead and start talking about these super bowl picks while we're listening to to a little bit blind blinded lights here of the weekend super bowl picks a lot of people have the chiefs 12 votes for the chiefs on nfl.com four for the saints four for the steelers two for the ravens one for the Bills, one for the Colts, which was weird. You're gonna love this one. One for the Raiders. I don't know who Let's the go. hell. I don't know that's who the hell. With, that's a man with a big brain right there. <laughs> no, no, that that guy, that guy needs to get his brain checked out. Is is what I'm saying. Uh, one vote Let's for the Raiders, go. and then another one. I think it might have been the same guy. One vote for the for the Dolphins. Like, what? What oh, are we talking geez. about here? Come on. There's only uh, one. One, uh, yeah, one freaking NFC um, team, and that was the Saints. What the hell? What's going on there? Wow, so they all they all went with the Bucks, huh? Except for the Saints. Yeah, yeah, but well, well, so so there's a lot of of uh, of choices here, right? You have the Chiefs. They have them. They have the Chiefs either going against the the Saints, Packers, or Bucks. That, those were the scenarios that they had out there. Um, then they had the Saints winning over the Chiefs, Ravens, or Bills. They had the Steelers going against the Saints, Bucks, and Packers. Uh, they had the Ravens, Seahawks, and Saints. And then I, did, I didn't jot down who they had, the, the Bills, Colts, Raiders, and Dolphins, because it's not going to happen. So I, I, didn't, I didn't even bother to, uh, to write down who they had them <laughs> going against. Um, but, yeah, the Saints are the only team that NFL.com picked to have win the Super Bowl uh, from the NFC. So that, that's kind of telling. Kind of goes back to what we were what we were talking about before in the podcast, uh, in previous podcasts, where the the power now lies in the AFC. I think that's kind of telling, right? I, I think I think it's fool's gold, honestly. I, I would say personally, I would think the AFC only has three legitimate um, Super Bowl contenders. Really, I want to say two, but I'm going to say I'm going to sneak the Titans in there as my third team, even though they just got manhandled tonight on Thursday Night Football. Um, I think they're a better team than what they, they showed tonight. Um, I would say the Steelers, obviously, because of that defense, because that defense is so great, I feel like it can compete with any NFL team. And then, obviously, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They have a high-powered offense, and it's the reigning MVP. So I'm going to say those are my three Super Bowl contenders. Um, the Raiders are an extreme reach for me. As as much as I love them and would love to see them play, it's an extreme reach because of the defense. Had we had defense, yeah, I can see it, but no defense then yeah nah um by the way going, you, you going, know who they had uh the raiders going against i do remember reading it uh you know who they had the the raiders going against in the super bowl you get a kick out of this the bucks <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be hilarious he's like that would be hilarious Who, whoever whoever made that pick i forget who it was but they were like i have the battle of the pirates here i have the raiders going against the bucks Rematch of 2000. Because you know what? I, I, we got to get revenge for the last game, how it went out. That wasn't even fair. That wasn't even a fair fight, us dealing with COVID and all that stuff. So I would take that. I, I'm ready for a rematch, but no, <laughs> realistically, not. I, like I said, those are my three teams that I say are my Super Bowl contender, contending teams. Uh, NFC, I would say, yeah, okay, Bucks, yeah, Saints. 
but you can't count out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That obviously they get a vote for me, and or then you Russ. cannot count out uh, Russell. You cannot count out uh, Russell Wilson. So but those four teams, I would say, are all Super Bowl contending teams. Like I said, the AFC, I only got those three. So I, I would say it's got to be out of those seven teams right there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how the Super Bowl, all that. Obviously, this is way too early predictions, right, for Super Bowl. We're not even, we don't even have um, the, 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 um, the, the playoff picture yet. And then even talking about the playoffs, they might add another team. Do you hear about that? They might add another yeah, team if, <laughs> uh, if the schedule, you know, if teams are forced to, to cancel games and and uh, and remove them from the schedule, they may add in another playoff team there to where that makes the number one seed, and this really hurts the Steelers because the Steelers they had to take their bye week like a week three, right? Isn't that when they had to take right, their bye week because yeah. of COVID? Yeah, early, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're hoping to get that number one seed. They're sitting at that number one spot right now. They're hoping to get that number one seed so they get that first round bye because now in the new format, because they, there is another playoff team already added we have seven per per uh per conference the Steelers would have that first round by only the number one seed gets the first round by but if they add another playoff team there's no first round buys they still got to go out there and ball and that really really hurts the Steelers so um anything could happen especially if they add that other team that that could really throw a wrench into into the playoff picks, into the Super Bowl picks. So it's going to be really interesting. But who would you pick right now? Your your number one AFC, your number one, um, or not even not even your matchup. Who would you pick as your Super Bowl contender or your Super Bowl winner right now in in Week Ten? I'm going to stick with the same exact pick that I picked beginning of the season, beginning of, of free agency, beginning of the off season, immediately after the Super Bowl, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with the Saints. I've been saying it's only fitting that Drew Brees gets, gets a, a championship ring and, and, and rise off into the sunset. Cause he's already, he's already made comments about it. He's already been contemplating it. There's still no act, no official decision, but, I would say, honestly, all signs would probably point to him retiring if, especially if he gets this, this Super Bowl this ring. So if I were to pick a prediction, I would say the Saints. That would be my Super Bowl winning team. All right, man. I, I like it. I like it. And that would be actually the other side of the matchup that I would have in the Super Bowl. And my winner would be the team that I just talked about, who hopefully they don't have to deal with that scenario that we just talked about. Um, in not getting a first-round buy. If they don't get a first-round buy, it could really hurt them. But I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm saying Mike Tomlin uh, gets his second Super Bowl as a head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Big Ben is the one that rides off into the sunset and gets that Super Bowl that uh, has been eluding him ever since he won that first one. So, which, by the way, that, that, that Super Bowl. That would be a good Super Bowl matchup. Ooh, ooh, oh, I would love that. I would love that. I would absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, every time I think of Big Ben in the Super Bowl, I always think about Santonio Holmes uh, in that in that intro God, for so for the beginning of the podcast. Man, that was such a good Super Bowl. When I think back on it, when yeah, you had Larry a, Fitz running up the middle, dude, that was that was amazing. That was an amazing Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, we'll see if we have those two those two guys in there once again, Big Ben and Drew Brees. Now we have made it to that portion of the podcast that everyone is waiting for. It's the picks portion. You are sitting at 16 and 9. 
By, congratulations, Boy. by the way. You are just running away with it. I'm sitting at a I'm sitting at a, a very a very disgusting ten and fifteen. So I'm trying I'm trying to catch up to you somehow. I need you to I made you I need you to make some bad picks here this uh this week. But when you look at these matchups, we got a lot of good ones. Um you got the Bills, Cardinals, you got the Broncos, Raiders, uh Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, Saints. I don't know. You know, once upon a time, it would have been a good matchup. They're kind of facing the same thing as uh, as the 49ers did last week in that no one that uh, touched the ball on the offensive side for the 49ers was in the game. It's kind of the same thing here uh, <laughs> in back-to-back weeks. They do have a little bit more time to, to rest, but Tevin Coleman is doubtful. Debo Samuel most likely won't play. He didn't practice. Um, and Jaquaski Tart is on the IR. Richard Sherman is back, but he won't. Be, they're they're more looking uh, towards a return after the bye week. So you got the 49ers Saints, and then you have the Ravens Patriots. A lot of good matchups here. But who are your two? I'll start, I have you started off. Who are your two lock picks for this week? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just. Going to take the what you were just speaking of. I'm gonna go with the Saints over the Niners. I feel like it's a no. It's a, it's a pretty simple, easy one. I feel like there's no reason the Saints should lose lose this one. Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints on that one. Um, secondly, oof, this this is pretty tough. There's some good matchups this week. Um, I want to say I want to take the Packers over the Jags, but I feel like that's that's too simple. I don't want to. I don't want to give you an. I want to. I want to give you a little bit of mercy and give you a little bit of help. So I'm going to take a gamble. Not really a gamble, but I'm going to put my money on the Ravens over the Patriots. Ooh, that's a. That's so I'm a gonna, good I'll go actually. Ravens over Patriots as a lock. All right, I, I like it. I like it. My locks. Um, I will go ahead and take the Packers because God knows I need it. So, <laughs> so I'm so I'm going the Packers over the Jaguars in this one. Um, definitely doing that in in uh, in Lambo. Jaguars one and seven. I don't even think is Minshew playing. I don't even think Minshew's playing I, anymore. Yeah, they they got him. They got they still got a bench. That that guy. Uh, what's his? I don't even know how you pronounce it. Lutton or Luton? He's he was looking all right last week. So let, let's let's see how he does. But I yeah. It's the I, Packers. I, 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 I agree with you on that one. It's the it's the <laughs> Packers. It's the Packers. Yeah. And honestly, <sighs> I'm gonna go with the 49ers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you trying to help your record or not? <laughs> I was uh, I was waiting for a reaction. No, no, hell no. I'm not going with the 49ers. God, God no. I actually wrote down one of my locks is the Saints. Uh, but you took the you took the Saints. I'm trying to I'm trying to buy some time now. Who I'm gonna go with? As a lock pick, I'll go ahead and go with. Hmm, who am I gonna go with here? I'm I'm looking through all these matchups. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with the Eagles. I'll go with the Eagles over the Giants. How about that? Ooh, yeah, ooh. yeah. I'll, I'll go Eagles over the Giants. Actually, the Giants actually might be the favorite in that matchup. Let me go ahead and look at my. Let me look at my. I'm I'm, de- I'm obviously not prepared for this. As of as of portion. as of right now, Eagles Eagles are three and a half point favorites as of right now. Okay, so I'm taking the Eagles. The three, three and a half, yeah. I'll take I'll take the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles on that one. <laughs> so I go Eagles and uh, and Packers 
because you had my other two. I, I was going Ravens. I was going Saints. <laughs> so so I go oh. <laughs> I go Packers. Yeah, I go I go Packers and uh, and Eagles. And I went out there. I, I I picked three teams. I'm like, yeah, there's no way he's gonna pick all these teams. And you absolutely picked every single one. <laughs> so so that's funny. I'll I'll start this one with the upset pick because I want you to think that about upsets. But there's a, there's a lot of them out there, and I will say my my first instinct would be the Bengals over the Steelers only if, and I'm saying only if Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play. If Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play, I'm taking the Bengals over the Steelers. But if he does play, I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the team that I feel will come out victorious in this one. And it'll be the Chargers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Chargers over the Dolphins. Justin Ooh, Herbert okay. gets it done. That, that's that's Ooh. my that's my upset. Only if Big Ben doesn't play, or okay. or or that the Charger. I'm going with the Chargers if Big Ben uh, plays. But if Big Ben doesn't play, I'm going with the Bengals. Okay, makes I sense. Can take that. I can take that. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. Who yeah, you got I'm, as your upset? I'm with you. I would have if you wouldn't have done it. I would do the same. I was going to take the Bengals over the Steelers, but. Um, my my upset team. I'm gonna go ahead and go. I can't even believe that they're they're favorites in this game. I'm, I just now noticed they're favorites in this game. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think they're favorites. But I'm gonna go with the Vikings over the Bears on Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vikings. Yeah, they're they're, they're home or they're road uh, favorites in that one. They're yeah, playing they're, in Chicago. Yeah, they're, they're two two and a half point road favorites, and they're three and they're three and five. And the Browns, their Bears are are five and four. So that's it's pretty interesting that they got the Vikings as, as, as the favorites considering that the bears have the better record as of right now. Well, Dalvin cook is just going to run all over them. You, oh, you know yeah. that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's starting for me. Come on, Dalvin cook, <laughs> turn my season around four game win streak needed to, to finish it off the season. Let's get it going. Come on. Doesn't this guy, doesn't this guy have like uh like seven touchdowns in the past couple of weeks? He yep. has 400, oh, over 400 rushing yards in the last two games. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. Yeah. How many touchdowns? Like five? Five or six? <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah, he has, a, least, he has yeah. a lot, dude. I I feel like he's dropped like 35 and then 40, 48 or something the past two weeks. In yeah, he's dropped back-to-back, yeah, he's dropped back-to-back 40 points. Oh, um, my God. That is that is disgusting. Yeah, he's running yeah. away with that. As the, that was That's a good call by you. Actually, when we were doing our our uh, our preseason rankings, right of our of our running backs, ah, I you had, you, he's 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 just he's just nasty. Yeah, you had Dalvin Cook as your number one guy. I was like, nah, there's there's no way, there's no way that Dalvin Cook is in there. Um, actually, I don't know if he was your number one guy, but he might have been. He was in your. I think he was I, went, I think went McCaffrey number one. But yeah, I think I went McCaffrey number one, but I, I think I went probably went with Cook number two. Yeah, yeah, you had him really high up there, and I was like, wow, really. Really, that's that's impressive. Yeah. But all right, I, I'll I'll take that the Vikings. But but because they are uh, uh, road favorites, they have to beat the spread. I'm giving you that. All right, they they have to beat the spread for you to get that win. They have to beat the spread, so they have to win by four points. You you accept those terms? They have to win by four. Yeah, because it's it's three. It's a okay, three point okay. Spread, I, right? I got, I got, I got. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one. No, you know what? Ah, this is tough. This is tough. <laughs> I, I want to do it. I want to do it, but I'm scared because I don't want to mess up my record. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got you got I, like I, six I, games on me. No, it's not gonna I, hurt I, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch my pick. I'm gonna switch my pick. Okay, I'm <laughs> gonna go scared. ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch my pick. I'm gonna switch my pick. <laughs> 
I'm gonna take my upset pick away from the. I'm gonna. I still got the Vikings beating the Bears, but because of the terms, I hate betting on the spread. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a true upset. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson over the Browns. Let's go oh, in wow. Cleveland. Wow. That, Two that and was... six Texans over the five and three Browns. Browns are three point favorites. I'm going with Houston for the upset on that one. Wow. Okay. All right. So you're going, so you're switching up. You're switching up. You're going I'm with Houston. Up. I'm committing. I'm committing. Okay. Yeah, I'm All committing. Right. All right. Cause I was going to say if, uh, if you accept those terms of the spread with the Vikings and the Vikings lose on the spread, you have to you have to watch Harry Potter. I was gonna I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna force you to watch Harry Potter and the and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> All right, man. Oh well, well, that was fun. That was a good podcast. Uh, hope hopefully you guys like our picks. Hopefully you like the episode. Um, and we're gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna go ahead. Oh, oh, What's up? oh, real quick, real quick. I have to squeeze this in there. The Raiders will be six and three next time we talk. Oh yeah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I should I should have made that my lock pick, but I'm not gonna I'm just gonna leave that out. But the next time we talk, they'll be six and three. Go go ahead. Make it your lock pick. Go ahead. Go, no, go no, ahead. no, no. I don't I, no, I, I I don't wanna I don't I'm already I'm already committed to my teams. I don't wanna switch nothing up. I'm I'm good. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And hopefully, you know, uh 49ers can come out of New Orleans healthy and just make it just make it look nice <laughs> like i'm just don't don't get blown out don't don't lose by 25 you know what i mean like at least lose by you know i i, I would be happy with 10 lose, lose, lose with some by dignity 10. yeah lose with some <laughs> dignity man for sure so you guys have a good one i hope you enjoyed it and we will talk to you next time hopefully it's following a raider l because i have a beautiful sounder for you <laughs> when that happens talk to you next time